Hey, hey everyone, welcome to another episode of That's All Kayfabe with me and my buddy Gabe. How you doing, Gabe? Nah, I'm doing good, man. <laughs> <laughs> doing... I know. Plus, but the one thing, <laughs> the, the one thing I was mm-hmm. all happy about was that, uh, like, I felt like we're, just, like we're talking about so much shit to talk about, and then, like, the day when we actually have to record, it's like nothing happened. So I'm like, okay, cool. So we can just focus on this. That's it. Because I felt like I wrote down a bunch of shit after everything that happened, man. I feel like not a lot, a lot of things happen, but it's a lot to talk about. You know, like... yeah, man. What do you want to talk about? <laughs> what do y'all want to talk about? I choose you, Roman. <laughs> I choose you, Roman. I choose you, you. <laughs> no. I choose you, you silly goose. <laughs> No, I'm part of the bloodline. No, um, no, no, that's my blood, bitch. No, we'll get, to, we'll get to that. Yeah, yeah. No, you see um, the veins popping out of my forehead. <laughs> no, have you? Um, what did you watch? Like with wrestling? Because we're gonna talk about it later. But you, you watched? Have you watched any other like wrestling besides uh, like that shit that went down the uh, fucking Las Vegas kickoff shit? Like, did you like watch the press else? conference? Yeah, uh, like wrestling wise, uh, I watched SmackDown on Friday, you know, mm-hmm. yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is being recorded on February 10th on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I watched um, SmackDown yesterday. Uh, I haven't really watched like um, any AEW because it's in the middle of the week and I'm working. Mm-hmm. Most of the information I get, it's usually like highlights or like my my friend Joe, I message on Instagram, and be like, hey, you want me to spoil this for you? I'll be like, yeah, man, that he updates me on everything too uh do, do you keep up have you kept up with anything else dude like not no not really like, like i said we've been busy with work too with school so it's mostly whatever you send me or twitter the all the wrestling pops up my algorithms like that i did watch that uh press conference so <clears> it was just like an hour long but it was pretty hype and then uh whatever highlights yeah come up on youtube uh well yeah we'll talk about that but uh i wanted to talk about the news because i know we haven't really been watching aw uh, i haven't but what we uh i remember we had uh last week tony khan was gonna make a big announcement he announced that he was making an announcement yes, and I the announce the announcement was aw big business show in boston on march 13th uh whoever this is wrestling Otoko gets a distinct feeling we're gonna get mercedes monet on that show so um, the the announcement for the announcement was just a show called big business i think that's what we said it was going to be right that was one of our guesses either another show or a title yeah something like not even uh worthy of like announcing an announcement like it was going to be kind of like a popcorn fart of a like eh, you know (laughs) yeah uh i mean I'm excited for it, but my thing about this is you seen like the graphics for when they're promoting the big business. Have you have you seen like their poster? Let me see if I can search it up. Uh... <clears throat> yeah, it'll say like big business because they're making it like super obvious, I think, that it's supposed to be Mercedes Monet that the show is being dedicated to. But my thing is if you're dedicating the show to her. What did you announce? Uh, so it's gonna be like that picture, the one where it says like big, whatever, blah blah blah. Oh yeah, like these yeah. So if you click on it? that, 
Look on the back. It says, I'm over here pointing to it, blocking my camera. <laughs> so, in the back, right on the left side, it says Boston, but look how Boston is spelled. B-O-S-S-T-O-N. Oh, oh my size. God. Oh, oh my, my God. God, dude. <laughs> Fucking CM Punk confirmed? <laughs> Holy shit. Okay, I did not see that. That's... Yeah, that's just giving it away at this point. I think it's interesting, too, because they try to big, build it up as a big deal, but it's on a Wednesday, so it's just a regular show, I'm assuming, right? Yeah, it is. It's just a regular show. It's not a pay-per-view or anything, so... Yeah, because that's what they do with what it's... What do they have every year? What is, like, Winter's Coming? They have a... Uh, is it, do they still have, like, the, the Fighter Fest, whatever? Because I know yeah, they have the name ba- of those shows, but they're Battle just regular of the, shows. Battle of the Belts, they'll have. Uh, Battle of the Belts. There was another one I'm thinking of. Grand Slam. They have Grand Slam. Mm-hmm. And I understand that they try to build up like big shows and everything on there. But for the most part, it's just like, you know, just really good wrestling. Man, dude, she is so fucking fine, bro. Oh, my <laughs> God. She is pretty hot here. Mercedes Monet reportedly <gasps> filmed up in for AEW debut last week so from what i had read she's up she's been signed with aw they're just like waiting to i guess find a good time to to throw her in but it's like dude dude they kind of they kind of need some help right now because all the lights on wwe i'm sorry I'm like, just i was like so in all this situation like who was right because all the reports are like oh like there's talks with her with wwe She's going to WWE, not AEW. Oh no, AEW signed this, and then sure enough, after they announced the big show, the big business show, then you got people saying like, "Oh, well, she's always been signed with AEW." Like, how do you not know? <laughs> Man, dude, fucking—they're not reporters; they're weathermen. They're just taking a guess. Yeah, it feels all right outside. Uh, I think I see a punk's coming back. <laughs> They're guessing like, well, this could happen, and this could happen, and these other thirty-six things could happen. I know. We'll they're, stay they're, tuned. There, there's another prediction I wrote down, but we'll we'll, we'll talk about it later. <clears throat> where I'm just like, now we're talking about y'all didn't know what was happening. This happens, and then you're like, oh, of course, this, it, this is supposed to lead up to this. Which I'm just <laughs> like, oh well. Anyway, back on this, uh, I agree with you. They they kind of need help at the moment. Dude, they do because no one's. I don't hear anyone really buzzing about AW. Uh, I don't like. I'm sorry, you know. And I, I know Mercedes Monet. She's cool. She's a good draw. Like, I wish she would have gone back to WWE with Trinity, uh, or whatever. So they could have like gone back together. But hey, if she's making more money over here, why not? You know. Yeah, and it's like I don't wish like the worst for like anybody. But I feel like with it's just that AEW needs the most help between the two, obviously, because you have like them selling out shows, breaking record numbers, selling massive tickets, just making a fuck load of money. And then you see like pictures of of shows like AEW, like with recordings and shit, and like half of the arena, it's like WWE post 2016 when they would only saw like half of their arena. I don't know if you remember those times. 
Yeah, yeah, I remember. Uh, yeah, that it. it was just like smaller shows that they would have to do. They would cut off half the arena or like the top 200 section they would cut off so that way they could say, oh, they sold out, but at the 100 section, you know? <laughs> and I feel like with, you know, living in the world of technology and like how access, easy access it is to everything, that you could just tell like AEW is just flawed at the moment. Like it, it's getting real goofy, like storyline wise with some stuff. Like you're just wondering, like, oh, like how come they're not doing this and that? They're not showcasing enough of their other stars who have like the same amount of star power. Like I just want the best for them, honestly. But it's kind of like turning into like WCW in a little bit, where it's like now <laughs> I think of WCW, I just kind of like roll my eyes. But I know how like influential they were back then. Mm-hmm. Does that yeah, make sense? Yeah. yeah, yeah. They they were a big part in the way uh, you, you know competition is always good. Like it it mm-hmm. makes the other uh, you know competitor want to do better and all that. But like right now, it just feels like like the best business they could have done. It's already passed. Like with the whole CM Punk drama, like they could have fucking, you know, benefited from that if they made it into a story, but they just kept it quiet or they didn't like, you know, use it in real life because whoever, like the Bucks or whatever, you know. And I mean, look at who the biggest, the biggest stars are in WWE right now. Cody Rhodes, CM Punk, Jade Cargill, they were all at AEW. And mm-hmm. You're telling me, you know what I mean? Like they just didn't know how to handle them or, or utilize them or they didn't want to listen to them or something, you know? Yeah. And I think as far as that bunch, Cody was the smartest one to leave, you know, because mm-hmm. maybe he sensed that, that, how do you say, like that power trip that was accumulating, you know, that when CM Punk showed up, that power trip overflowed and then it just caused them to bump heads with each other. And then CM Punk comes back and it's just like, you know, it's a totally different environment than it was 10 years ago because, you know, fucking Vince is out the door and he just looks genuinely happy. It it sucks that he got injured, you know, like he's such injury prone, but it looks like he's already (laughs) doing so much better in WWE now than what he was in AEW, obviously. Mm Yeah, And then like with Jade Cargill, I know we talked about it before, but they were having her separated from the other women like on dynamite and like kept her on rampage where yeah she had a big streak but it was like a bunch of jobbers for the most part or like hometown jobbers mm-hmm. and she would face like a couple of of wrestlers there you know to like try to build up her name and then a returning chris Stadler shows up and beats her and then you know that's it you lose your contract you know which I guess they they succeeded there as far as like how do you say like building her up to like that Goldberg standard like to have that mm-hmm. streak happening because I don't know what number she lost at I I forgot what she, what number it was what her record yeah, was I don't remember but I think it's just the separation be like oh like Rampage is your show but it's like it's only an hour long and you're separating her from you know her friends that who she actually wants to wrestle. You know, like you have like Britt Baker over there, Soraya, Ruby Soho, uh, you know, Athena, you're still keeping her on Ring of Honor. Like, 
Like, she's already a big star. You should have her up on your main show, dude. Like, people are cheering for her. Like, I don't know like what... utilizing people. Yeah, he just isn't the... I don't know if he knows where to put the right person in the right spot, you know, at the right time. Like, that's... Like, all the pieces are there. He's just not utilizing them. And, uh, yeah, it's it's all like a mess because we have... And, you know, it's pretty well known in, like, uh, the background, but you have, like, the Young Bucks doing their own thing. Uh, <laughs> you have Kenny Omega doing his own thing. A, a Orange Cassidy can do whatever. You know, like, you could tell it's whoever's friends with Tony Khan is who's going to get the spotlight. Not I know. And it's a, like, not, not a knock to, like, Orange Cassidy or Darby Allen or Sting, but, man, it's, like, the same people you see mm-hmm. over and over again. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they're there on every show every show like each week mm-hmm. where as far as like on collision like you had to fight for a chance to wrestle like whoever you know mm-hmm. like, i feel bad for um who was it the house of black because they they had a trios match against ftr dan garcia i think it was in a cage match mm-hmm. which what i heard was a great fantastic match but supposedly that showed that the lowest record number of cells because they were competing against the royal rumble yeah, and... so that's just bad booking. Like, you should wait. I don't know. Wait to have that match or something. I don't know. I know. Like, save it Save it for the next week when you get your viewers back, you know? Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, it sucks because, you know, these guys are going all out. And, you know, they it's probably just that they want to because, you know, they have a respect for the sport. But if you want to try to get more eyes on your company, like, just wait and, like, announce it ahead of time, you know? Like, at least with WWE, they announced it ahead of time. Like, oh, this match is going to happen in a few weeks. Like, they're already pre-planning shit for WrestleMania and Elimination Chamber. What's happening in AEW right now to to further their next pay-per-view? What is their next pay-per-view anyway? Is it Revolution? I think so, right? I think I, I saw I, there was like I, a – it's going to be like a three-way Samoa Joe, so, someone else, someone else. I don't know. Oh, Adam Page and Swerve Strickland. That sounds cool. Don't get me yeah, wrong. Yeah, that sounds but... good. And what else is happening? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> exactly. Like, but it's because they booked these things last minute. Just like that, you said that cage match. They probably just booked <coughs> it like the at the event before. Like, oh, I'll see you at the cage, and it's like, well, how are we supposed to know this is going to happen or show? Like, it doesn't build up to it. They're just. Like one one show build up and then the match happens. You know, it's on the fly. And yeah. the reason the reason why I'm explaining it like this is just because like I just don't want Mercedes to get lost in the mix as well. Yeah, she's yeah. a she's a huge superstar already in WWE, and then even when she left and did what she did, like in Stardom, and then because I think that's where she just went right to Stardom to go wrestle over there. Uh, probably. And then, uh, and then, um, but she made a big name for herself there. Like, I, I feel like that's what she wants to do is just build her, her stock up. But I just hope they use her the right way. And the one thing that bugs me about this, I feel like this is just the worst kept secret. Um, like, as far as like <laughs> announcing the show, you know, yeah. like, oh, Boston, it's called <laughs> Big Business, you know, it's in Boston. And it's like, I feel like it's odd because they're building up the show just for her to debut and not do anything. 
Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, very I'm weird. Here. Like, have her debut now and then build her first match to be there in Boston. And then you can sell a shitload more tickets for people who are actually fans of her. And then you have the casual fans probably that will be like, oh, like, she's from Boston. Like, yeah, we'll cheer her. You know, that that's the whole time. Personally, like, we'll cheer for them. I, I, but who oh, who can she? No, I'm I'm just thinking like okay, she she comes in right because she's about to come in. It's pretty obvious. Who's she gonna face? Like who's there? Like who's the, the young champion? Bucks? <laughs> <laughs> she's gonna face Orange Cassidy. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. No, uh, I mean I don't know if Chris Statlander's still like whatever, but maybe Tony Storm. I guess that'd be cool. Tony Storm or um, fucking not even who's that'd the other hot. champion? Yeah, that'd be hot. <laughs> yeah, Tony Storm would be hot. The other champion, Julia Hart, I don't know about that. Uh, I think I would pay for either. No, it's not Statlander because she lost it to Julia Hart. She lost it to Julia Hart, but uh, yeah, I don't. I wouldn't want Julia Hart. I think Tony Storm would be cool. Yeah, and then, <clears throat> but would you put her in like a championship match right away? Uh, I I mean I feel like that's what they're gonna do. <laughs> 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 I'm just an advocate. I'm just an advocate. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? You know, why do you, you you don't need to build up her. She's already built up, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's, it's crazy to think like you're bringing her in, you're bringing her in and she's already the top person there. Yeah. That's crazy. Which, which sucks. I mean, which sucks, but it's like, it's true. I, I want to cheer for everyone else, but I call it give so much shit about Soraya after <laughs> so much. You know what I mean? Or, or like you say, it's nothing like Tony Storm's there every week, which props to her. She totally deserves it. But I haven't seen anybody else, like, really, like, week to week. They're probably there every other two weeks, every three weeks. But then when you're winning a gap that long, you just forget about it by then, you know? And I just hate how they fumbled, or AEW's fumbled so many, like, and not that Mercedes is coming from WWE directly. She's been out for a while from there. But, like, uh, Keith Lee, Ruby Soho, you know, like, they came straight over there on the heels of, like, oh, man, they had something going with WWE. Maybe they could do a lot in, in AEW. And then they fumbled Dude, it, you know? They, they fumbled a lot. that was such the biggest talk every time someone would leave WWE because, like, oh, AEW bound, you're going to treat them so much better. And now, Keith, like you say, Keith Lee's lost in the mix. Uh, uh, Andrade, when he went over there, lost in the mix. Mm-hmm. Malachi Black, when he was Aleister Black. Dude, I thought he was doing great for a little bit in WWE. Like, he was just slowly getting there. Mm-hmm. And then now he's there. Not He's not lost in the mix, but he hasn't had a singles match in God knows how long. They all been either tag or trios matches. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And man, it it, it sucks because now it's just like, damn, like where do they go? Like, do they go back to WWE where it's already like star studded and filled? <laughs> but my thing is, at least over there, it's you know they'll have video packages for each wrestler. Like they just did a video package recently for Cedric Alexander. Like try to make me give a, like care about him, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, and you you have like the the dudes in Pretty Deadly. They're fantastic, even though they're just goofballs, you know? It, it's fucking funny. They're, they're making me care, but it's like you're using the same people over here and it's just upsetting. You get tired of them. 
Yeah, and they're just not using them right. I I, I don't know. It's uh, I, I want it to be better. I'm I'm not saying you know we're we're couch booking like we know how to book matches, but it feels like Tony Khan's just I don't know. He, he, I feel like he's, he's just a fan mostly. Yeah, he's a yeah, fan he's, first, and then he's an owner. Yeah, he's he's putting his friends first before anyone else, and it's it's just oh, as no. bad as. It's just as bad as like the WWE with the nepotism of like putting their family first. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's pretty much the no, same I thing. I agree. Yeah, yeah, man. So in the end, I just hope it goes good for the company. I hope it goes great for Mercedes Monet. Like they deserve the best. Competition is good. But just right now, I feel like there's barely any competition. No. WWE is uh it's a juggernaut right now. They're spanking their little booty. (laughs) (laughs) What I did want to show from AEW, and I I don't know if you knew this, I just saw it. Uh, Let's see here. The new AEW World Tag Team Champions, Darby and Sting. And I saw that, and I was like, oh, that's cool. (laughs) (laughs) I'm surprised they haven't been tag champions before or like already, you know? Yeah, yeah. Wait, well, did, did it be Big Bill? No, not Big Bill. I know. Bill. I was too, for real. <clears throat> I was like, man, I like Ricky Starks, you know, but whatever. I know. Uh, but I, it, it makes sense it's them as far as like Ricky Starks and Big Bill as a tag team. Like that was kind yeah. of just thrown together, you know? But it's, oh man. I'm happy for them, but it gets sucks. It, I mean, it gets sucks. It gets shitty that, you know, Sting's already about to retire from what I've been hearing. And their last match, or his last match, is going to be against the Young Bucks. And everybody already fucking hates the Young Bucks already. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know. I don't know how to feel about it. It's, I think I'm with the, the majority where it's like, man, why the fucking Young Bucks, you know? Like, his last match should be against Darby Allen, And then it could be, like, a passing of the torch. I think that would be fantastic. That'd be cool. But it, I feel like it's more... I know the Young Bucks are trying to do, like, the EVP shit. Oh, like, we're your EVPs, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like whatever happens backstage, they try to bring it to the story. Which, at first, it was like, oh, so edgy. But now it's just like, okay, like, it's cringy now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it there was it's too late. Like they could have maybe done it when the CM Punk shit was going down or uh-huh. uh and then now the Cody, you just... or the Cody Rhodes shit, you know, like they could have like uh stepped into that <clears throat> heel persona and you know, maybe made some money with it, but they just wanted to be the good guys for however long, you know. I know, man. And it's just like like you said, it's an oversaturation of the young bucks where it's like you know, I could fucking step on a shoe and we'll probably be like the top fucking match on the next pay-per-view card. You know what I mean? <laughs> but no. I, I think I, from what I understand is that that's what Sting wanted. He wants his last match to be with Darby Allen versus the Young Bucks. I mean, you know, by all means, it's whatever he wants, you know. I, I don't know if it's true or not, but it's whatever he wants. But, man, it should have been just against Darby Allen. Yeah, no, that would have you know, been a lot better. But but then what happens? Like, do they beat the Young Bucks or do the Young Bucks beat them, become champions? Exactly. Like, do they yeah, really like, push the belts? Like, either way, they're going to lose them. 
yeah, yeah. Like, I don't get it. Like, do, does he retire? I don't. I don't get how. Like, are are the young bucks really going to do the job for the belts? Or are they going to do this to further their uh, heel persona and then have the belts back on them? Like, I don't know. Oh man, that's the one thing I don't want. It's like I'm tired. I'm just, ugh, I'm just so drained of the young bucks, man. <laughs> and. I get it, like, 2016, and it's like, oh, Meltzer driver. Oh, that's a hit to Dave Meltzer. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> like, <laughs> now it's just so cringy. It's like, it's over, sad, overplayed. Yeah. You see him so much. And, oh, man, I don't know how to feel about it. But either way, congrats to Sting. I'm glad he finally has a belt in AEW, man. It's like, he's doing shit he shouldn't be doing. Yeah. Yeah, but no. dude, I'm just glad. Knock on wood, he hasn't got injured yet, and he's just still going. You know, fucking no selling table shots and chair shots, man. Like, he's a fucking beast. No, I, I think they're. I mean, I, I know they could do more with him at AEW, but at least it's a better send off. Oh, hopefully, right? Than he had in WWE. Uh, you know, whenever he retired from there, unfortunately, or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping this is a better send off and not just a replication of that, a repetition where it's like, oh, they're gonna bury him <laughs> to put I over know, whoever, you know. Oh man, that would suck. <sighs> I know. But ho- hopefully, but I'm glad. Yeah, like you said, he's safe because he's been doing a lot of bumps that I don't think he needs to do or should do or have to do. But he, <coughs> I'm, I'm glad he's uh, safe. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it, he's sending all this bad juju to fucking Darby Allen to where Darby Allen takes all the fucking unsafe bumps and shit. <laughs> he just ragdolls everywhere. And he, he slips on a banana peel and he falls into the Grand Canyon hitting every cactus and pony rock <laughs> cartoonishly. He's the star of that fucking uh, Coyote versus Acne movie that's never going to come out. <laughs> oh, man. Darby Allen's cool. No, he's yeah, a, he's a pillar. A pillar that keeps getting the shit beat out of. Uh, I know it's a broken pillar, but it's still holding it up. Man. Yeah, it's it's barely standing. Uh, I wanted to look at this. Speaking of like tag teams in AEW, uh, prosecutors in Orange County, Florida, have moved forward with pursuing criminal charges against AEW star Daniel Cash Wheeler. And do you remember what happened with him? He had a was it a road into, rage? Like, yeah, road rage, and he pulled yeah. out a gun. And, uh, yeah, I'm just like, man, that sucks because that's really all, uh, like, I don't know. I, I really like FTR, and I feel bad for uh, – who's the other one? Uh, uh, Dax. Dax Harwood. Yeah, yeah Dax. he's really, he, he's really, like, just uh, ying without a yang when he doesn't have, like, his partner, you know? Yeah. I feel like Dax would be the one to get in a road rage incident. <laughs> 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 he just like uh, you I'm, draw first. Surprised, like, whoa, what? Dax is like, oh, uh, why don't you try to tickle me, Huckleberry? Or uh, some <laughs> weird Western <laughs> shit. <laughs> it puts a lotion on the skin, or it gets the hose again. <laughs> why don't you try smoking my two sausages and pancakes, <laughs> Huckleberry? Heads or tails. <laughs> what heads? You live another day. <laughs> Every day's a blessing. <laughs> you just you just got lucky. Um, <laughs> no, nah, we'll see. Uh, 
we'll see how how that is. But I, I hopefully he gets out of it with like community service or something, or just like uh, a bond that he could like pay off or something. Yeah, yeah. I'm 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 sure. Uh, I don't know. Hopefully Tony Khan helps him out like they helped out the Hardys or uh, or whatever. You know, <laughs> there's so many other people like what's his name Uso who would just drink and drive like so many times. Oh man, which one is that? Was that Jimmy? I, feel I think like it was Jimmy. Yeah, I think so, right? Like three or four times, it was like, dude, just pay for a Uber. Dude, it's like, bro, just don't drive, man. Like, don't be a fucking <laughs> asshole. That's what, that's why I wrote Boozy, because you're a fucking drug driver, not because you what you did in the bloodline. It's what you do to your bloodline. Uh, it's your alcohol level bloodline. <laughs> I know, it's 0.08. It's, it's above <laughs> your, your talk toxins in the bloodline. <laughs> Alcohol levels. Uh, oh, man. What else do I have here? News. Here's some news here. If you saw this, Scott Dillamore De- has been fired as president of TNA Wrestling. Anthony Ciccone, Anthem's president of entertainment, has been named the new president of TNA Wrestling and will run the day-to-day of the promotion. I heard it was a big deal because he was running it for years, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, he's been with it forever. And then they just like what rebranded or rebranded back to TNA from Impact, and then they fire him. Like it's like okay, and then apparently everyone was like up in a ruckus because this Anthony Ciccone, the dude that they appointed, doesn't really know anything about wrestling, supposedly. Really? At least compared to like Scott Dillamore, you know, like he's just uh knows about entertainment. He's from the entertainment industry, not necessarily the wrestling oh, industry. Man. That. Now, I don't know why that made me fucking sigh big time. Because how long has Scott Demore been with TNA? Do you know? Let me look it up. He he oh. had he's had to have been there for some time because that name, I've always heard about that name. It just sounds very familiar since two thousand eight. Demore originally joined TNA in two thousand three as a manager on screen. Uh, in two thousand five, he was promoted to head of the creator for the company. And held that post to 2008. Uh, he exited in 2009 as an agent. So he's at least been with TNA since 2003. Since 2003. <laughs> <laughs> 2003. 2003. And then he exited to go work somewhere else. And returned hmm. in 2009. So yeah. For, for a good while. Damn man. For them just to like let him go. Like since... And I know, like, with TNA, like, one of their big things is the knockouts division, too. Like, like I've heard everyone praise that, and I, I haven't heard anything bad about it, like, at all. Mm-hmm. Which, I don't know, man. I don't know too much about TNA. Like, I, I haven't kept up with it in a really long time. It sucks that he just got fired. You know, he probably had to have done something bad just for him to get fired. You know what I mean? I would as hope so. Like, <laughs> for them to say, oh, he's been released, you know, like if he's yeah, been released, yeah. then that's a judgment. But when they say fired, it makes it seem like he did something terrible, you know. Yeah, no, I hope. I, I mean, I don't mean to hope that he's a bad person, but I hope if he was fired, it was a justified reason, other than them just firing him for the sake of firing him. Because I did see, like, I don't know if it was Moose or one of those TNA dudes, like, upset about it. Like they were like. Uh, nah, like this is baloney or whatever bullshit. Really? <laughs> yeah, I saw some yeah. Some of them were pretty mad that it kind of came out of nowhere, you know, the people of uh-huh. TNA, especially when they just revived TNA, revitalized it, and, you know, probably 
are making, you know, trying to fucking rebrand it, make it this big thing again, and then they just fire the dude that's running it, you know? Like, Wasn't he the one that announced, like, oh, we're going back to TNA, right? Was that him? Maybe. I don't, I'm like, not TNA too sure. is fucking back or some shit like that. I'm not too sure. Like, for him, <laughs> like, to, to announce it and then just to be like, oh, eesh. We're TNA. You're fired. <laughs> Who's weird? <laughs> that's it. So long. Good luck. <laughs> After 20 years of service, I don't remember saying good luck. <laughs> no, nah, but I hope, uh, I don't know, they bring him back or I hope there's not anything like, you know, he was sexually NDAing people because oh, that, that, that seems to be going around a lot i know lately. so i hope what are what are people saying are they saying anything in the comments of this like uh, oh how could they get rid of him so scott was the reason behind the birth of tna and people wanting to tune it again he's the reason why wwe and tna has a relationship going damn and therefore you just to uh let him go Everybody not getting fired at the same time for no reason. Something's happening we don't know about. He was yeah, literally he, the one that hyped up TNA coming back. Yeah, that's what I thought yeah. too. That's crazy. I wonder why. Like, feels like there has to be oh, more man. behind the scenes or something. But mm-hmm. oh man, I hope he comes back. Like, I don't know because I feel like there was nothing wrong with uh, with TNA in general besides like. You know their audience levels and their their um, exposure to to television. You know what I mean? Because I don't know what they show TNA on. I remember they showed it for a little bit on Twitch, and I would watch I a couple of episodes on Twitch. But other than that, I'm not too sure. And then like that Hard to Kill pay per view when they went back to TNA, it was super successful. You know? Yeah. Oh yeah. No, and they and still like, they have that TNA Plus. You know where you can like stream their shit and their back catalog and stuff and yeah and, like you know it, it looked like, like everything was going up and then like now the guy who pushed for it it they let him go like i don't know man it sounds kind of kind of sus man honestly <laughs> I, I don't know what other word to use yeah i mean we'll see we'll see how <laughs> this anthony sacconi takes over and uh if he's able to i don't know change the way things go I, I don't know if they think they're trying to go the way of uh tko and all that where it's like oh let's have some outside eyes on this instead of wrestling insiders mm-hmm. controlling it i don't know I, I don't know or maybe they just don't like him who knows you know i know can i borrow a feeling <laughs> speaking of that uh, no, i don't know uh i saw this little article here i wanted to show this Brittany Pillman Evans' daughter of Brian Pillman posted the following on her Instagram stories showing that the Pillman estate has reached a Legends deal with WWE and new Brian Pillman merchandise is coming. So nice. I thought that was a good thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a good thing. Yeah. I know they did an interview with... Um... Oh, my God. Lexus King, Brian Pillman mm-hmm. Jr. And uh, I guess when when Brian Pillman died, like, he was, like, really, really young anyway. So he said he has more of a relationship with his stepdad than he does, like, with his real dad, which, you know, makes sense because I think, like, from what I heard is that um, King is actually the surname of his stepdad. 
So okay. he says that he considers he can he considers himself king more than he does Pillman. I'm just like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Like, you know, it's kind of kind of sad, you know, like when you hear about shit like that. Because I saw the Dark Side of the Ring shit with uh, Brian Pillman. Oh yeah, and I think I think he had a lot of kids, right? From what I remember, uh, but that cool. he he loved all his kids. I heard he was like a real family man, but he just had a bunch of other kids. From from what I remember. Oh, two. Brian Pillman two children <laughs> together. Uh man, I feel like Brian Pillman's daughter gave birth after AEW promo. <laughs> I don't know if Brian Pillman's I don't know if one if Brian Pillman's family tree is uh as big it's as gonna, the it's Samoan. gonna be the same long as the bloodline does. <laughs> Yeah, I thought, I thought he had more kids. Well, I don't know. Maybe because, like, the relationship from, from one woman to the another and, like, and being on the road all the time, that uh, it, it it buried him from spending time with his kids, like, before his untimely death, you know? Oh, yeah. No, that, definitely. And, I mean, this is cool. I feel like he, no, is, a le- yeah. he is a legend, and this is a good way to do it because he did do a lot for wrestling in the short amount of time that, he mm-hmm. was, uh, you know, around. Yeah, 27 years. Damn. <laughs> that is crazy. No, but it's it's long time coming, but I'm glad WWE, especially with, like, Triple H and all that uh, heading everything, you could tell, like, he's caring more about, I don't know, le- legacies yeah. of different wrestlers that deserve it, of course. And, like, he, he knows that they're making a lot of money. He's just like, yeah, like we'll, we'll give some back, you know? Hell yeah, no, and then especially that they made it. You know, I'm sure Brian Pillman had a big part in, mm-hmm. in like I wouldn't say like WWE, but he had his part in wrestling. You know, no, absolutely, that yeah. that I agree with 100. percent Hell yeah, on to another legend here. I have a couple of things here. Uh, Bret Hart was interviewed recently. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I have a few a few little blurbs of Bret Hart, three separate ones. Uh oh, these yeah. are pretty I love Bret Hart. I love him Dude, so much. Oh man, he's fantastic. So here's I'll read this. WD Hall of Famer Bret Hart takes aim at modern wrestlers and modern wrestling's lack of realism. <laughs> I find a lot of wrestlers today are like when they land where they land, they realize 30 seconds later that they're in the wrong spot and they start wiggling all the way across the ring to get in the right position. That's a fail. You get an F in my wrestling academy <laughs> when you do stuff like that. And when these guys dive over the top rope onto the 20 wrestlers on the floor, floor they've got to stop doing that. It's just not real. And with, the, <laughs> with the chops and everybody chopping themselves, what a bunch of baloney. Nobody ever won a match with a chop. All the wooing, it really, it's really taken away from the beauty and the art of great wrestling. There's a lot of great wrestlers out there that can deliver great matches, but there's so many wrestlers out there that are subpar, in my opinion, that don't know what they're doing out there. And they allow themselves to rely on things like chops, which I think is sort of like cheap heat. You get a reaction, but what's your reaction? You're whipping a guy across the chest with your hand. Okay, so you're hurting some guy for real for some stupid reason, and the crowd sort of reacts. <laughs> in my understanding... Pro wrestling, anytime anyone does anything to you that hurts for real, chopping, putting blisters on your chest when you go to your room or bed, anytime anyone does that thing to you for real, they're in the wrong business. They're doing it wrong. 
because you're not supposed to get hurt. You're not supposed to come back to your dressing room that night to your hotel room with a big lump on your head and a black eye and your teeth are knocked out. That's Bill Goldberg wrestling. <laughs> That's not how it's done. <laughs> I love that shit, oh, shit That's Bill Goldberg wrestling. I love Bret Hart. Oh, man. <laughs> he is great. I love him, dude. You know, here, he looks like my mom. Like, every time I see Bret Hart, I see my mom. <laughs> like, for real. He looks like he should be in... um. Uh, one of the Conjuring movies where he says that he sees a demon in the house. <laughs> <laughs> like he he just looks, staring out the window. He looks <laughs> like a, it's hurting everybody. He looks like a god that no one like worships anymore. And then when like <laughs> someone finds him, you know, he's like, "Who are you?" You, you know, all his hair and shit. Like, hey, that's my boss trap. <laughs> and then he gets him another sharpshooter. <laughs> Oh, no, I love Bret Hart. I love Bret Hart. Yeah, no. Wait, I think as far as like the, uh, it makes sense. Question mark. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a he's coming from a different generation, obviously, but he is uh, making it. He's saying the loud part or, or the quiet part out loud, like mm-hmm. where yeah, wrestling does need to be better, and we do kind of just do these cheap reactions to people really getting hurt and it needs to go back to the art of like more of a like, like a ballet like a yeah. like a ballet you know where you see how Bret Hart Bret Hart used to work or um how all those guys used to work even like uh the fucking dental whatever or whatever like the the dentist what's his name uh-huh. Isaac oh, Isaac, Isaac Yankum or IRS like you watch them do a match and it looks like badass, you know, like mm-hmm. even though they're throwaway characters, like they know how to wrestle uh, Ted DiBiase uh, as wacky as all those gimmicks were. You could tell they knew how to like wrestle without hurting your opponent. And uh, yeah, you know, and it's, the psychology especially of with it. like how like, you know, like flip moves or like, you know, um, or like high risk maneuvers, as they say, you know, the boomers mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> that um I kind of understand that where it, it like kind of looks goofy and someone gets knocked off the top rope. Oh, and then they lay there <laughs> like a position where it's like, okay, that looks goofy. But I think it's more like the reaction out of it because I think now base is like today you want to get a reaction. Any reaction is a good reaction, I guess. It's not like what is it? What is it that they called it? Where it's like they just want you to leave X Baki, right? X Baki. Is that what it was called? Is that what it was called? Where it's neither good or bad. It's just that they're tired of you and they don't want to see you on TV. I think that's what it's called, x pop key. <laughs> but I guess, you know, it's it's different times, man. Like, me, I'm a sucker for, like, a good chop, you know? Like, I love, I love, uh, Gunther. His chops are fucking crazy. I feel like it's evolving to where People aren't really wooing anymore. Well, I don't know if they're wooing when Gunther does a chop, but usually when he does a chop, I'm more like, oh, shit. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like, damn, that looks like it fucking hurts, you know? And I think I agree on the part where he talks about, oh, it should be more like a ballet, like, you know, like to play it safe. But then again, I kind of scratch my head because is it like the hard dungeon where they stretch everybody out? They're like yelling in pain and shit, <laughs> you know, causing people pain in there. And I, ah, like, you know, like, hand on the jaw, whatever. So they know you can take it. 
yeah, I, I guess so. I guess so. <laughs> the true like, test. <clears throat> I'm just wondering. Um, uh, I don't know. It, it it makes sense to an extent, but then I just feel like it's just different on the times. Yeah. Because, yeah, you know, it, like you say, entertainment aspect, it's like compared to the 90s, like you're watching, you know, like maybe like early 90s, you're watching, you're like, oh, this is good. And then you go to like the Attitude Era and it's like, ah, I, I'm in a minority here. I'm so sorry, but it's just like a bunch of bad wrestling in the Attitude Era. <laughs> a lot of, but it's like, it's supposed to be raunchy because that's what was entertaining back then was raunchy. Yeah, yeah. And then now I feel like a lot of more wrestlers today <clears throat> are more hard hitting because it's like the, the reaction base, you know? Like people are into like reaction videos like shit like that. Or or, you know, they like the presidents, like, you know, don't never into politics, but like you know, they mentioned like Donald Trump or something and you know, he says something out the water or Biden does something like, you know, kinda like scratching your head, like People are going to react to it no matter what. So I feel like with them having to chop somebody or to do something that's hard hitting, it's supposed to be, oh, shit. Like, you know, this is real. Like, to get over the term of saying, like, oh, wrestling's fake. Like, oh, they are beating the shit out of each other. Yeah, yeah. It's it's just a different times thing. Yeah, and I get that. But I also see his point, like, it it should be, like, where you, you try not to hurt your opponent. Because, yeah, I feel like anyone could have a match, like not even be called. You want to call yourself a wrestler and anyone can have a match where you you both hurt each other for real. Does that make each other wrestlers? You know what I mean? Like he's arguing like that's not wrestling. Like wrestling is, you know, where you both know what you're doing. You try not to hurt your opponent. And you know, like I, I get that on his his aspect, you know, with the whole Bill Goldberg thing, where it's like <laughs> that's Goldberg wrestling. That's Bill <laughs> like Goldberg wrestling. Any that's anyone great. can, any two people can go into a ring and just beat the shit out of each other. And is that like wrestling? You know what I mean? Like, no, yeah, no, yeah, I agree, I agree. Uh, Bret Hart knows more than I do, and I Dude. I stand by that, and he is fantastic. No, I love Bret Hart. Well, oh, here, yeah, here's some other here's some other uh, comments he made. <clears throat> Bret Hart praises Rhea Ripley. Oh, I yeah. really, I really like her a lot. I really like her poise, her staying in character, and sort of living her. She seems like she's adapted a character that's fun to play, and she's playing it, playing into that full tilt. She's putting that realism into it. That's what I miss in a lot of wrestling today. Just making it feel more real, and she makes it feel pretty real all the time. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Yeah, definitely, man. She's a superstar already, man. Yeah. Like, no <clears throat> no pun intended. It's like like she sticks out from everybody else, like the rest of the women's division, and she's just fucking kick-ass in general. No, yeah, she's believable in all the things she does, and she sticks with it, and she's just a good, like, wrestler, too, like the way she uh, handles herself, you know? Hell she's yeah, all, around, all around good, all around good. Two points for Bret Hart. <laughs> Two points for Hot House. <laughs> I've been watching Harry Potter. I All about stay is that lot. Harry Potter? Oh, okay. Yeah, we're me, me, and uh, we're actually gonna watch Harry Potter tonight, so I'm pretty excited. We're watching a uh, Goblet of Fire. I've only seen the first two. The first two. I heard the other ones are good, but I remember 
I saw Goblet of Fire when you know when it just came out in theaters, and I freaked out because that was the first time in a Harry Potter movie that a kid died, like on screen, and it freaked me out. So I didn't watch the rest of them <laughs> <coughs> because I'm autistic. <laughs> Well, I, I hate to bring it to you, but kids die in real life too. <laughs> Not just in wizard movies. <laughs> These uh, movies are evil. <laughs> speaking of uh evil, here's Bret Hart talking about Vince McMahon. Oh shit. Uh, comment, this is the comments, one I saw. Okay, comments from Bret Hart about Vince McMahon. I'm going to speak my truth. I'm not worried about Vince's feelings. He's never cared about mine. I don't have any problem with everybody kicking his head around the parking lot. I'm okay with the truth coming out. I don't think this is the only incident of this kind of predatory behavior. <laughs> I think you'll find that it's everywhere in WWE. It's like Jeffrey Dahmer, Harvey Weinstein, or Jeffrey Epstein. Vince will be a joke. He'll be used for humor, and you'll shake your head at the shock value of some joke about what did Vince McMahon do? He'll always be associated with the story, especially as it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. I've, I always had a respect for him. Now it's tainted. I'm embarrassed that I thought so highly of him. I think despite all of the issues I ever had with Vince, I know deep down I always respected him. But now knowing what kind of a weirdo he became, I have absolutely zero respect for him. I do not think I could ever shake his hand if he extended it. Too creepy. <laughs> and the one thing that makes me sad is that they cut off the quote right here because the next sentence he says is all, and don't get me started about Bill Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> that, that fucking dumb fuck, Bill Goldberg. Can't wrestle the he had in my career. He doesn't care about protecting your opponent. Dude, I love Bret Hart. Three points for a hot house. <laughs> but that, I just love that he's just like straight to the point. But yeah, it's like. Uh, because I don't know if you have the video or anything, but it's like Seth Rollins talks about it too, where he, he mentions that like the whole situation sucks. Like it's just like real creepy, like, like, you know, that's a man that you were close, close with that he had a relationship with and just here, like he was like just an evil man, you know, not character wise anyway. It's I just, just... is it really that surprising though? You know, like it sucks because it's not. Like, we looked back at, like, on the last episode, which y'all could find on the YouTube and uh, That's All Kayfabe podcast, we talked about how it was kind of out there. Like, you know, like, it didn't take a lot to notice, oh, this is how Vince is. Like, uh -huh. no shit. Like, it was always there. <laughs> he was always like this, you know? Dude, I know. <laughs> it sucks because it's like, you know, you're not surprised. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it, man. No, and um, I yeah, I feel what, what 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 one thing though I don't know if you agree with me on this is I feel like all this Vince scandal and then you know TKO taking care of it or Vince taking care of it by resigning or whatever I think this has brought WWE even more to the light in a good way because you you know how they say no uh, any press is good press you know. Mm -hmm. So like when all this shit went down with Vince McMahon, it it like took the spotlight off of anything AEW, anything any other wrestling promotion was doing, brought it all to WWE, and then the positivity of him leaving the company made it even better. So like, yeah, no, I, don't I know. agree. I agree with you. 
Because yeah. I remember it because this happened before the Royal Rumble, if I remember correctly. And while I was watching the Royal Rumble, no one was chanting like NDA, NDA, or Physic Man. You know, they weren't saying anything bad about WWE. And I feel like it's good because, like, you know, TKO, you know, <clears throat> like, since the TKO and Endeavor merger, it's but I like a bunch of good as far as, like, them dealing with it because it's showing them, like, they're not fucking around. Like, like we put a lot of money into this. Like, we're, we are fucking serious, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think, like you said, I think it's just good, like, the way they've been handling the situation and, like, how they're trying to fucking... What, you ever seen the end of Wolf of Wall Street where they fucking clear out the building with Jordan Belfort's friends and shit? They arrest everybody. That's what they're trying to do. Have you seen Wolf of Wall Street? I have. I don't remember. I haven't seen it like recently. But I, uh, I watch it, it again. It's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> that, let's like... pause right here. We'll go watch the movie. <laughs> yeah, we'll cover back. And we're back. I know. They're just like, bro, you're right. <laughs> I'm just like, uh, 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 uh rookie numbers, bro. You gotta make Hey, pal. Hey, pal. Those are rookie numbers. You gotta shit on more heads. <laughs> How many times do you shit on women's heads a day? <laughs> I don't know, like twice a week. The rookie numbers. <laughs> I can't drink my water. <laughs> but uh, moving on from Vince McMahon, because I think everyone's trying to move on from him. Oh, uh, we go to what? How did I say this? So we end up getting The Rock, Roman Reigns, and The Rock becomes official at WrestleMania when The Rock comes back. To <laughs> to save save uh, the board or save the TKO or something, right? Yes. This is, this is what gets announced: the Roman Reigns versus the Rock at WrestleMania 40. It, Dwayne Johnson. Uh, let me see what else I have here because I have like what I did. Oh, Dwayne Johnson made the deal to join the TKO board uh, to main event WrestleMania 40 against Roman Reigns was part of the deal. Uh, there's no reason to why Cody Rhodes was booked to win the Royal Rumble if it was known that Rock would be facing Roman. Uh, the company expected to turn Cody Rhodes into a <coughs> Daniel Bryan-esque martyr figure, but they did not expect Dwayne to get negative reactions. So yeah, everyone was like super negative about this. Mm-hmm. The Rock versus Roman Reigns. and Oh man, I- I'll let you continue on with your... Of like what you're posting because it's like I feel like I got a lot of things I need to get off my chest. <laughs> so after uh you know that happened where the where what was what was it? Cody Rhodes was like, I'm gonna face you, Roman Reigns, but not at WrestleMania. And then he like gives it over to The Rock, and the you know Cody Rhodes looks all broken. Uh, <sighs> WWE was monitoring the responses surrounding Roman Reigns. The Rock and Cody Rhodes. So it was like we're seeing, you know, they were listening to the fans, seeing how it was going. Uh, and then we go to what else we have here? Whether WWE are aware of the Rock Reigns is not what people want. The thing I think most people in WWE don't understand, unfortunately, people that matter do not, most do not. To me, Rock is just trying to strap himself into a rocket. Reigns are up. 
Houses are up. Mania is sold out all without him. He reminded me of Hulk Hogan strapping himself to Hall and Nash back in the WCW days. So a lot of people were thinking The Rock is just inserting himself because of whether what he failed in his uh, DC career, <coughs> he failed in movies, he failed in, in uh, uh, XFL. Yeah, other ventures. They think he's just trying to like come in and I don't know. I, I think we talked about it on the last episode. I could see where The Rock's doing it because he just thought that it was best for the company to get the mind <clears throat> off of uh, Vince McMahon and stuff, you know? Yes, I'm and... sorry. I had a bubble in my throat. Well, <laughs> 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 uh, I, I don't know if I would compare it to him uh, strapping himself to Hall and Nash. I think I'd compare it to when Bret Hart lost to Yokozuna, then he went in and won the championship. That's what yeah. I feel like I would compare it to. No, it, it's I don't know, like the fan, and then th- this is cool, or this is cool, this is not cool. The, oh. Rock's, da- the Rock's daughter's <laughs> NXT's Ava says has received death threats from angry fans. Dude, and and is that just because of the Rock? Yeah, because of the Rock. So don't do this, she had guys. To, like, she had to turn off her uh, Twitter, or sign off of her Twitter, or whatever, because. She was getting death threats because of the wrong man. Fans are fucking stupid, (laughs) man. If you're watching this, please don't do this. It's terrible. You're a piece of shit if you do. (laughs) Man. I don't know. I don't know, man. Poor Eva. But, uh, and then finally, before the whole WrestleMania kickoff, apparently The Rock was on the Pat McAfee show. Oh and my god. He was addressing the Cody crybabies. Mm-hmm. Did you watch this? No, I didn't watch this. Okay, go ahead. The other passionate uh-huh. fans yeah. of Cody. Yep. And they're called the uh what's that? Oh, Cody Crybabies. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, all right. Okay, yeah. got it. I didn't I didn't know the name that was coming. It was the it. Cody Crybabies, yeah, okay. and these are grown ass men. And uh, Cody gotta finish his story. He gotta finish <laughs> yes. his story right now. It's like, wait a second, hold on. Hey dad, you wanna go outside and play catch with me? Not now. Cody's trying to finish and I'm upset. The wife comes in. Hey honey, do you wanna go have sex? Not now! Cody's gotta finish his story. At the end of the day. Look, you got the Cody crybabies, and you have the Cody fans, and you have Cody himself, and there's a clear distinction between the three. But The Rock says this. Those Cody crybabies, the ones for every 10 tweets, they're shoving a chicken McNugget in their mouth. (laughs) For every 20 tweets, they're shoving two McNuggets up their ass. The Rock says this. All you got to do is sit back, know your role, shut your mouth, and enjoy the ride that The Rock is going to take your candy asses on. So hashtag that. Hashtag shut your bitch asses up. Hashtag Cody crybabies. <laughs> oh man, dude, this is what I was telling Giselle too. Because as soon as I heard Cody Crybabies, I was like, all for a fucking hashtag. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> and my thing is too, it's like, who the fuck announces themselves in third person still, man? I think that's oh, just like man. true villain shit. So when I heard <laughs> this, I'm just thinking, like, he has to be fucking around. Like, he, he knows what he's doing, right? Yeah, I think because he's leaning he's playing, into it now. He's playing like a, like a, I don't know, he's playing a heel. Like, I yeah. feel like he knows yeah. what he's doing. Yeah. I remember seeing a tweet. It's like, Cody, oh, I'm going to finish the story because this is resemblance of my father. And I'm doing best what's for the Roach family. And then it's like, small audience applause. And it's like, The Rock, 
A-Rock boots the asses, uh, kick your candy ass, uh, your ass steak. Chicago's <sighs> <laughs> <Cargo's> crazy. <laughs> Dude, because let me tell you, man, at this point, I was so, like, for, like, the whole week, I was just thinking, fuck, like, please tell me it's, like, a joke, because, like, I don't want to see it. Nobody wants to see it. I don't know. And then he's like, oh, Cody crying, babies, whatever, what, blah, blah, blah. And it just sounds, I was listening to it, like, it made me roll my eyes, but it makes me think of, like, when he was going against John Cena, you know, mm-hmm. Fruity Pebble, Boots to Asses, uh, you know, a bunch of grown men saying, like, oh, like, being uh, homophobic, I guess, <laughs> to a sense. <laughs> but, like, I was like, he's doing the same shit here, so it made me think he has to be fucking around. And I wouldn't know until I saw the press conference, which we did. Mm-hmm. And what what is it that you think about all of that before pre pre press conference? What did you think about all of this happening? I think once like this sort of came out pre press conference, I knew that he was leaning into it. Like, okay, yeah, that you have to kind of change, call an audible, and change like how this is going to be because people are. You know, there was even a point I read somewhere where uh, they were passing out. WWE was passing out. We want Cody signs. And I saw events. that too, but it was a fan. Oh, was it? Was it a fan? It was a fan. Yes, that's funny. It was a fan. Okay, okay. Well, then uh, I'm, just, I'm just like Dave Meltzer. Then I'm just reporting whatever I see. But but yeah. Um. So it, it just seems like he knows what's going on and he's like you know what you might as well lean on this this is the better way to go than uh what we were planning originally you know because the the people were so are going against it so rowdy with all the negative criticism hate and the death threats (laughs) might as well ride the wave but fucking leave the death threats behind please yeah please this is just wrestling Uh, it's it's just Just (laughs) but before we go into wrestlemania kickoff here where my where's my oh here we go uh before we go into that i want to read about uh sports betting i got it (laughs) sports betting has rapidly risen in popularity and i want to connect you all with an opportunity to get started or get ahead Having multiple sportsbook accounts is the most simple way to maximize your profits. There's never been a better time to sign up. When you visit our page, signupexpert.com slash TAK, you'll be connected to all the sportsbooks in your region, along with a review of each platform and its unique benefits. All these sportsbooks have valuable sign-up offers for new users. When you register through our link, you will automatically receive the top offer at each one. When you use multiple sportsbooks, you ensure that you can always access the best available odds which is key to successful sports betting. If you want to take advantage of these benefits and support our brand, please consider signing up for your next sports book at signupexpert.com slash TAK. That's signupexpert.com slash TAK. Yeah, I've been getting into uh, like the overs and unders lately on basketball. And it's, it's kind it's of fun. fun. Yeah, yeah, it man. makes the I game really more enjoy it. <clears throat> it makes the game more exciting. It really yeah, does. Hell yeah, man. But please gamble responsibly. Yeah. Oh yes, and don't do death threats to. Uh, I don't shit on hair either. Yeah, <laughs> shit <is a> <laughs> that's where it goes. <coughs> but that's common sense. 
Sucks. <laughs> That's not so common anymore. I guess not. Going on to, and I have a picture here. Oh, man. WrestleMania XL kickoff. And when I saw this, I was like, what a weird day. Thursday. Like in my head, I was like, it didn't make any sense to me. Thursday, and it starts at what time? Like six o'clock. It was a weird thing. But then it finally hit me like after a while. I was like, oh, yeah, it's Super Bowl there, right? So like it's all about hyping up and stuff. And the way they made this seem like it was a sort of like a UFC press conference event type shit, you know? <laughs> I was, uh, we were like, what a weird day. I was just like all sad because that was my birthday. Oh, <laughs> I meant for a wrestling event, not yeah, not for you. Kind of yeah. What a weird day! Her. Whoever was it's born on that day, whoever was born on that day, was weird. <laughs> but not yeah, that shit was weird. <laughs> going going back to this, man, it was a. Uh, I was like on a Thursday. You think they would do this like on like a. Uh, the day they do the show, or not that they did do the show like on a Saturday or Sunday, you know, weekends, <clears throat> weekend wise, but this whole build up, it felt like a UFC press conference. Yeah, that's exactly how it felt. Which is something you see all the time in UFC, but it felt totally odd and different. Odd in a good way, you know, because yeah. they, they don't really have shit like that anymore. Well, like, at all, I think. Well, I didn't know what to expect from this event. Like, I, I'm like, what is it? Is it, is it just like a, are there matches? Are there, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, and it, it turned out, it was just like a live promotion, like for yeah. the whole event. It was almost yeah. like a press conference type thing, you know? Mm-hmm. And then, I don't know if you have it written down as well, but I put that. This before this press conference, Cody Rhodes made the post on his Instagram saying, "I have made my choice," or like, "I've made my decision." I think I saw a, a tweet about that. I yeah, didn't know it was it, before the event. Yeah, I think it was either the day before or before the event, the day of. But mm-hmm. it says like, "I've made my decision," or "I've made my choice." I think it's decision, but it was like the black screen just with the text and everything. Mm-hmm. So. Now it's like with that shit posted, it got people speculating, oh shit, Cody's going to come out or something like that. Because, well, obviously when you make that, you're like, oh shit, he's going to choose like who he's going to do, right? So I guess for the longest time, you know, the way they've been building it up, you know, <clears throat> how we said last week, talking shit about the titles, talking shit about Seth Rollins, how Rollins and Cody both look kind of dumb and everything. <laughs> that it was just gonna be it was gonna be Cody versus Rollins four and yeah. then The Rock versus Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. But then the kickoff happened and I got bamboozled. <clears throat> yeah, like... this this really fill, filled in a lot of the gaps and questions of what people had, uh what may be WrestleMania or even what may be uh Elimination Chamber, because I was still like uh, wondering too, like, well, what's going to go happen at the Elimination Chamber too, you know? Yeah, yeah, and I think after <clears throat> excuse me, after everything that happened here, it makes me think, it's just leading up to something at Elimination Chamber. Like, yeah. But we'll talk, we'll talk about that when we go through it, but I don't know if you have notes for the whole thing, I just have notes for uh, 
the, the last I have, a, bit. I have a few things here we can go over. First off, uh, on the commentators table, you had Pat McAfee, <laughs> you had Big E, you had CM Punk, and you had Michael Cole. And I thought it was great. Big E and, and CM Punk are fucking I mean oh, they're both dude. they're both injured. <laughs> 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 but they both like are the shit. Like they both seem real dude, great I to love be there. So much, happy. Man. I love Big E so much, man. Yeah. He he looks good, like considering a man that fell on his neck or whatever. Uh-huh, like he looks broke his fucking, fucking neck. Yeah. So let's hear him say uh some some words here to see him punk. Biggie! Oh, it feels good to be here. It feels real good to be here. Look, I'm just here so punk doesn't get fined. Look, we love you. But you have a reputation, you fly off at the handle, okay? So I'm, I'm here. <laughs> <And> ladies, <laughs> <laughs> no, everyone was like happy to see Biggie. It was real cool. Uh, just seeing him on the screen in general is just like so great, man. Yeah, no, it was real cool to see him. Uh, (laughs) I I have here this, and I don't know how deep this goes in spoiler territory, but a compilation of CM Punk talking about punching people in the face. (laughs) 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 Let me see how this goes. Listen, Cody's way too diplomatic. Somebody slaps you, you gotta bust him right back in the mouth. That's what I would have done. I want to see Cody punch Rock right in the face. Who wants to see Cody punch Rock in the face? Yeah. I think he's got to stop with the the stylist, and he's got to take his balls out of his purse, and he's got to punch somebody in the mouth, period. That's what Seth's got. That makes a really good point, though. Rock is on the board. Well. So even, I mean, so so Cody just got slapped by his boss. His boss put his hands on him. I'm throwing hands. Yeah, but, I'm, but we... I'm whipping up. <laughs> Since I came back, there's a lot of man buns in the WWE, and a lot, of, a lot of them aren't attached to men, if you follow my drift, all right? Punch people Oh, my God. Dude. You and I can talk about it. I just love how there's, like, an NDA for life on that shit, and that he's just, like, hinting, like, I, I still want to beat the fuck out of him. Like, yeah. you know... <laughs> Your bosses put your hands on you. You got to punch him in the face. There's a lot of bad budge around here. He's talking about fucking Omega, the young bugs. And fucking... <laughs> <laughs> That's so great. Oh, dude, uh, that is so fucking funny, man. No, that they were is great. great. They were great at the commentator's table. And then what did I have next? Oh, this came up first, which I thought was interesting. Uh, when they announced this, uh, WWE and Twitter have partnered up to launch... WWE Speed, a new weekly video series showcasing timed matches coming in April. Yeah, I've seen videos about it. Have you seen? <clears throat> they've been doing clips. It's like a bunch of the NXT guys that come out, and they've been um, like doing dark matches, but it says like WWE Speed, and it's only like five-minute matches. Yeah, five-minute. That's doing... we- that's cool, but that's such a weird name. Like uh, WWE Speed. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Because <laughs> are you gonna? Know. Where does the timer start? Because entrances usually last like a minute each, and then I, I guess just as soon as the bell rings, it starts out from five. Yeah. Because I don't know if they're gonna be doing longer increments, like maybe like seven minutes or ten minute matches. But I think what they're trying to do right now is like five minute matches. I Which heard is, that five minutes. Like that's such a short amount of time. That's the Undertaker's entrance. <laughs> I know, dude. That's the Roman. That's Roman Reigns' entrance, man. <laughs> yeah, that's 
That's it takes them like five this. minutes to get to the ring. Yeah. I know. It'll be like, we can't put my arm down. I, was like, I can't put my arm down. I'm stuck. So, yeah, oh, I, I saw that and I was like, well, the, I like the idea of it because it's always good to have other talent get showcased however they can, you know? Yeah, but, definitely. But five minutes, I feel like five minutes isn't like enough i don't know unless they I think, do it. I think it just depends on who's in the match because i think yeah. from the <clears throat> from the clip that i saw it was these two nxt guys i don't know if you really keep up with nxt but it was axiom which is a mass wrestler versus this other gentleman named nathan frazier and dude they're just fucking fast i don't know if you remember seeing the Bosch when he's running the ropes and he gets his head caught in the ropes I like they stopped the match. Oh real quick. yeah, yeah. I that, think I it, did. it was him, Nathan Frazier, the one with the long blonde hair. Mm-hmm. But dude, if you put if you put those two guys in a ten minute match, I'm throwing my money that way, dude, because that's gonna be fantastic. I mean, it sounds cool. It, it reminds me of like the cruiserweight division of WCW. You know where they would get like a, oh, a man, little so time. great, man. You know what I mean? And it's yeah, some people that badass. need to be showcased. But I feel like five minutes isn't enough. Uh, I feel like knows? it's I feel like it's good because I feel like they're trying to get more interactions on social media. Yeah, you know, it could be like, oh, WWE posted a match. Oh, it's five minutes. I got five minutes, and then they just bring up their phone and watch it. You know, like, yeah. there's the there's the money. That's coming true in. too. It's something that like a short edible amount of content. It's not like you're gonna watch a twenty five minute or like a half 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 Iron Man match or whatever on Twitter. You know. Yeah, or like, uh, like they get posted on my throat's making a bunch of fucking weird noises. I don't know if you hear that. <laughs> I don't know. But hear uh, <laughs> these matches are good. Set myself <laughs> on fire. <laughs> um. Anyway, they can put them on on Twitter, and I feel like they also succeed on putting them on TikTok. Because, yeah. shit, there's videos on TikTok that go, like, fucking 10 minutes long, man. A five-minute match, that's nothing. Like, I'll, I'll sit there. I'll watch the match, too. I'm interested in, too, and with, uh, with uh, that Kevin Dunn gone, how, like, they might be shot. I feel like a five-minute match should be shot differently. Like, that'd be cool if they, you know, shot it, like, uh, with a different camera angle or, like, with uh-huh. a, dro- a drone or like, <laughs> an NFL-type camera up top, you know? Like, I don't know. I, I feel like it could be edited differently too. Cause I know a lot of the kids like shit edited, like real quick cuts and all that with uh social media videos. So I wonder if they're going to do any different editing on it. You know, I feel like they would, I wouldn't put it past them. Be, I mean, yeah. if they're trying something different here, I mean, shit, might as well go balls to the wall with it. Hell yeah. No. And I didn't have anything here, uh, put picked up, but we did have, uh, I, I didn't. Ha- it, it didn't really have anything notable. I guess I feel bad, but Bianca Belair came out first at the event, and all she talked about was like her, uh, her show that she's gonna have with her dude. Uh, oh, Montez rea- Ford. Yeah, that reality show on Hulu, which sounds <laughs> cool. And then she's saying that you know she, she's gonna be a part of WrestleMania. Don't worry, you know. But mm. I, I feel bad because she's kind of getting overshadowed, uh, by you know everything else or even 
Rhea Ripley, and then also I feel bad for Bailey too because that's getting overshadowed. Yeah, she too. was nowhere there, right? Yeah, yeah, and she's the Royal Rumble winner, and she's like not there. You know what I mean? I so, think CM Punk mentioned that too. He was like yeah. at an airport and he did that video, and it's just like, dude, I 100 agree with that. It's like me too. It's like you're gonna have the big winner there. You're not gonna have him on your poster. Maybe they're doing it deliberately to where it's like you you feel bad for Bailey. I put this up as a note <laughs> on my notes because uh-huh. I, I have like a quick rundown of SmackDown that I watched yesterday that starts to build up to uh, Elimination Chamber, mm. which is like all of our questions kind of get answered like slowly but surely. But yeah, so first we had Bianca Belair come out and like I said, it, it was mostly to plug that show and then saying she'll be at WrestleMania because you can't spell WrestleMania without EST, which was true. I, I fact checked that. Yeah, <laughs> I use Chat GPT. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yes, that's a mania. Uh-huh. Yes, it's in there. And then we had Rhea Ripley come out, which of course, because she's a champion, but then also I'm sure to pump up everyone for learn um, what it's like to be a. Oh, got a little forward there to pump everyone up for uh, Elimination Chamber because it's going to be in Australia, right? Mm-hmm. So she's out there doing her thing, and then Becky Lynch comes out. And they're talking smack to each other. And then she tells her this. So mommy is going to learn what it's like to be a bottom. So mommy is going <laughs> to learn what it's like to be a bottom. <laughs> I mean, I don't see anything wrong with bottom or top. <laughs> I'll have what she's having. <laughs> Oh, and she's no. a bottom? I'll take two. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, this is cool. I And this is what, leading up to uh, the Elimination Chamber, Becky Lynch is like the only one announced for the Women's Elimination Chamber, right? Yes, so far. So far yeah. in our notes. I don't want you to spoil it for yourself. Let because it happened, uh, something that happened on... Um... SmackDown? SmackDown to where it added more people. Okay. Uh, yeah, I didn't really watch SmackDown. There's just a picture. Oh, man. I wanted to see if they had it at the wrestle. What picture was it? It was showing her announced for the Elimination Chamber. Uh, but then all her, like, opponents were... Oh, like silhouettes, like... right? Yeah, silhouettes. Uh-huh. They're all vacant. Yeah. Man, I wish I could find it because it looked funny because it looked like it was her versus like five dildos. The way the way the silhouettes were, you know. <laughs> and I was like, dang, she's about to go get shit, get get brown town Vince McMahon style. <laughs> uh that's nah, fucking funny. No, nah, I can't find it. Whatever. But anyways, uh yeah, so we had uh Rhea Ripley come out. That was cool because she's a champion. She's great to hear. She's good to see. Um and then we had, what was it? Seth Rollins come out. Seth Rollins came out. He was um, he was talking about like you know, don't worry, like I will find my opponent. And it, it sounded odd because it's it felt like he was like promoting Cody. But, oh, here's your Royal Rumble winner, like the the American Nightmare. Like, you know, it, it's, it felt really weird because he, supposedly he doesn't like him, like, in real life, from okay. what I've heard. 
but mm-hmm. he he announced that, and as soon as he said Cody Rhodes, uh, fucking um, the length of a WWE speed match shows up because <laughs> Roman Reigns came out. Roman Reigns comes out, and then uh, <coughs> I guess they talk some shit. Does yeah, the Rock how... come out with him? I can't remember. No, I, uh, so, um. Like you said, Roman Reigns comes out. He starts talking a lot of shit. But he's like, oh, like, we're done with you. Like, the second hand, but whatever. And they say Cody's not anymore. He's like, I'm going to choose who my opponent is. And which, you know, it doesn't work that way, I guess. But, you know, I guess it runs <laughs> in the bloodline. Uh, yeah. They can do but that, uh, he was like, I'm going to choose my opponent. And I choose The Rock. That's how he said it, which is kind of weird. Um... And then everyone's like booing, whatever. The Rock comes out, you know, does this feel. I saw it on YouTube, so I was able to skip through a lot of shit. Bunch mm-hmm. of fucking ads. Let me keep that in mind. <laughs> um, The Rock comes out, and he's just like soaking up all the booze, whatever. People are chatting like, we want Cody, we want Cody. And then he does this feel where he's like, you know, finally The Rock's come back to Las Vegas. Um... You hear uh, one dude in the crowd like, what? What? <laughs> oh, like trying to start w- what chance? What? They what? did it for a little bit. I think they yeah. did do the what they chance. They did, and then he like <coughs> shut it down like a professional, but I kept hearing like one dude in the crowd keep trying to go, what? What? You suck. Yeah. <laughs> what? Shut up, Rock. <laughs> but I remember the Rock's talking and they're doing the what chance. He's all over here. You're saying I'm taking away Cody's spot, and you're asking what, uh, like you want to care what I think, and it's like I'm just gonna tell you in the tone of the Rock. It doesn't matter what y'all think. Like he doesn't say in the Rock way, but he says it like if he's talking to a child, you know. <laughs> and then I'm just saying like, ooh, I was like this asshole. Like, no, I was I'm like, good. damn, I was like he has to be. He has to know what he's doing. Well, yeah, of course yeah. they know what they're doing, but it's like we have to. I think we're getting bamboozled, you know. And then, sure enough, he's talking about how it's about the bloodline, you know, head of the table bullshit. I mentioned it on the last podcast. I fucking roll my eyes at it because it's like you just mentioned it once, and now it's a main event for WrestleMania. Give me a break. <laughs> And it's like, and I'm just like, aren't you half Samoan? And as soon as I said that, they brought up the family tree. All right, let me see. And... I got a clip for this. Couple of clips, actually. <coughs> Couple oh, of clips. Oh, man, dude, the memes are so fucking Take great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right. I, that is so here's, here's the next one. Take a look. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, my God, dude. That is fucking funny. I saw that last night. I started crying. Okay, no, I got a few more. Yes, <laughs> more. go ahead, keep going, please. Take a look. <laughs> <laughs> Take a- 
Vince is a bit too mad. Hold on. How the Where's... fuck are these memes so good? You sent me this one. Uh, I need a little bit more context for this. Take a look. Oh, no. You never seen this? <laughs> no, I've never seen that. Oh, you ever heard of One Guy, One Jar? Oh, okay. No, I don't need to know. <laughs> I, I, already, I already know where that's going. I know where that's going. That's what it was. But means. from that point, for an hour. <laughs> Let's see. Like, uh, they don't show going down all the way, but like that—that's—that's that's the video right there. One guy, one jar. Oh Jesus! I'm just oh, like, why man. is the jar upside down? But I, yeah, I can fill in the blanks there with that. Oh uh, man, what's his next one here? Take a look. <laughs> hey, Brock Lesnar, you got one of these? <laughs> What about you, Ric Flair? Oh, yeah, I forgot. You weren't even on Simpsons. Bet you don't have one of these bad boys either. Show me the Simpsons. Why would I want a picture of a pitiful pencil neck geek? Don't feel sorry for him. Uh, oh, what else do I have man. here? That's fucking four and over, Bret Hart, man. Dude. Honestly. Take a look. Hey, Moses, where's my car, man? Right, space 22, man. 22. 22! Oh, man! Oh, man! Oh, man! Oh, man! Where are you? Why oh, me? Why me? Why me? <laughs> I love Sid Vicious so much, man. I think I have one more. <laughs> oh, please. Okay. Oh, it's just a picture of this. Oh, it's, a, it's talking about how fucking Black Adam fell at the box office. Yeah, yeah. That's funny. I thought oh, it was a picture. Man. Okay, anyways. So, he shows off this. This is what he shows. The Bloodline family tree. And I guess we take a look at it from what? Top to bottom? I have in my notes here. Yeah, sure. But real quick, it says, confirmed, half Samoan. It just proved my point he was half Samoan. Because it's just blood oath? I don't know, via blood oath? What does that mean? I don't know. They just, like, blood oath, I guess they just, like, Does that mean, like, oh, his grandfather and his grandfather? Zoom in on the two names on top, can you? The Anoa'i, and then Peter Maivia. I know the name. Rocky Johnson. Um, Blood Oath. Because I thought it just meant, like, Roman's grandfather and Rock's grandfather. They were both brothers. Let me see what's a, what's a Blood Oath. What is a Blood Oath? I mean, I feel like what is a blood oath in Samoan? Uh, Blood brothers is generally generally seen as a tribal relationship for bringing about alliances between tribes. Uh, It's it's just an oath (laughs) taken by two or more people ceremoniously where they're two different tribes and they become blood brothers. So they become family. So it's kind of like, hmm. 
I don't know how to explain it, man. I don't know how yeah, to describe I, it. I get it. Like, I guess, but brothers via blood oath, it's just, they, I don't know, they, they, by on their word, and maybe they do like the ceremony where they, have you seen where they like, in the movies, they cut each other's hands and then they, like, and then they shake hands. Yeah. yeah. So they're, they're bounded by blood or whatever. That's all I was, I was thinking that it was because they were both brothers, but I think that makes more sense now because they have it's Anawai and then the high chief Peter Maivia, which that makes sense. That is, yeah. man, that's a big tree. But it's like the Maivia family is just so much smaller. Compared to the Anawai. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is way bigger over here. Can you can you zoom in on the very, all the way to the left? Uh, the does that say Sabu? Oh, Samu. I don't know who that was. And I said Sabu. <laughs> There's Jacob, Fatu, Gary, Albright, Monica, Anui, La Smooth. Hell yeah, that's a bad. Manu, thing. Samu. Here's Naomi, Naomi, Jimmy Uso, Jey Uso, Solo Sokoa. Damn, they have one, two, three, four, five, five oh, kids. Shit. Dang, that's my amiibo. Hell yeah, man. That's <laughs> <fast>. <laughs> oh shit, that's my lo- That's my lolly folder. <laughs> <laughs> shit. Oh man, so the Rikishi, the Rikishi. Uh, Rikishi had five kids, huh? Are they all in wrestling? What is that picture? Because what's his name? Uh, the one that's in MLW is that Jacob Fatu? Do you know? Yeah, yeah, I think so. But he's also their brother, right? Yeah, golly, man, that is crazy. Where is that picture? disappeared on here it is okay no yeah go ahead go ahead take your time no but yeah no i'm pretty sure jacob fatu's that one that's over there in uh what what did you say mlw i've seen him uh he does like badass fucking samoan props and shit yeah mlw yeah world heavyweight champion he was champion for 819 days, man. That's crazy. Yeah. No, he was pretty good when I'd see him, like, his, his wrestling or... Like, his highlights and highlights. stuff. Yeah, he, uh-huh. he looked pretty fucking badass. No, yeah, dude. He looks fucking sick. I'm surprised he's not in WWE right now, dude. He would fit in just fine. Oh, yeah. They'd find it. They'd put him on the uh, WrestleMania card real quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they'll, they'll take Cody off real quick. <laughs> but, yeah, it, if... Man, but that's such. I, I feel like that on the white family is so much bigger. It just breaks my heart because you go to Roman Reigns, and like his uh, his brother was Rosie, and I forgot he had passed away recently. Then Yokozuna right here. Damn, I don't think. How come they're separated? Yeah, like, that's weird, I... right? There's no like. Uh, <coughs> there's no like lines to show. If they were, like, who who did they belong to? Yeah, and that's what I'm thinking. It's like, I felt like they were announced as brothers, right? They were like bastard children or something. <laughs> they were they were left <laughs> at the doorstep. They were half bloods. <laughs> half bloods, but yeah, but look, if you go to where the rocks at, he's fucking half Samoan, dude. 
Right there. What does it say? High Chief. Siulia. Siuli? Siuli? Oh, my head about my throat. Siuli. And then, because his mom, I don't know, I forgot what her name was, but his dad was Rocky Johnson. Yeah, right there. So he's half black and half Samoan. As far as Roman Reigns, he's just full on Samoan. I don't know, man. I just like the Girl Scout cookies. I don't really know, I know about dude. all this. It's like, I just don't understand. <laughs> it's like, can we all just tag along? I feel like Mex- Mexican families are just as big or bigger. I know. Just bigger. Tag along. Oh, you... <laughs> God damn, I just got it. I just got it. Oh, man. <sighs> I'll buy some more tomorrow. <clears throat> You're lucky. They are overpriced, but they're good. Oh, um, dude, I would buy 20 boxes if I could. Hell yeah. Uh, so, you know, he came out, he said, oh, no, we're going to do this. It's going to be the Rock and Roman Reigns at WrestleMania, and y'all are going to like it because it doesn't matter what y'all think or whatever he said, right? Yeah. And then uh, it's weird. Cody Rhodes comes out with, like, no music. And I was like, man, that tripped me out. Because he, he cussed. He was like, this is bullshit. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, damn. Like, you know, he actually said that. So... <laughs> Cody Rhodes comes out and here he is making his decision. See if we can listen to it. At WrestleMania 40, in the main event, I choose you, Roman Reigns. Bitch, please. be crazy you must be stupid or something huh this is a done deal you're old news go over there with the number twos the number two table will have you now loser bracket right there in the dummy in green just go leave your embarrassing yourself now because your year that was your moment you were only a chapter in my book Nobody cares about your story. Nobody cares about you finishing the story. You're embarrassing your entire family now. You, just understand this. You're irrelevant. Just like your dad. Damn. Damn. Dang. So my, my spiel with this shit, it's like, man, where do I begin? So like how, how The Rock shows a fucking family tree, right? Uh-huh. And he's like, "Oh, this is, this is a, a match like for the head of the table by blood, and they fucking hug each other." I was like, "Bitch, you're supposed to be on the same side. Like, you're supposed to be against each other. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, like what's the point of this match? Biggest, y'all fighting for the biggest championship in the history of sports entertainment, and then you're over there. It's like, hey, friendly competition, like a hey, good game, you know, like a pickup game." Mm-hmm. If you're playing with your fucking cousins, and it's like, bro, there's no storyline there. <clears throat> and what what else did I put? Uh, I put that the Rock looks like he has liver spots <laughs> because he looks disgusting. Did you like if you saw a close up of the Rock's face, like he just has like the the dimples all over his face, man. It looks gross. He has something up. 
there. <laughs> I just remember seeing when he got off like the jet. Uh, he just had those tiny glasses like the Batista we were taking yes. photos of, you know, <laughs> where it's like where it makes them look smart, but then their heads look really big because they just have uh-huh. like, tiny glass and then bright white tiny glasses, you know. Yeah, so <laughs> and, like, <laughs> so I'm like, but, like, why would I give a fuck about the Rock versus Roman Reigns if they don't give a fuck about it? Like, mm-hmm. I feel like they don't care as much, and. I don't know. I'm pretty sure you got the video of like The Rock slapping him. Oh yeah, that's the next thing I got. Right uh, here. Go ahead, go ahead and play it. All right. Before I get to my next point, because I wrote my. We have a problem. <laughs> so now, <laughs> and one thing I want to comment on before uh, you go into, I love these three back here the adam pierce triple h and uh what's his name from uh, nwa they they look like you remember vince mcmahon with his like goons or whatever they look yeah it was like pat patterson and briscoe gerald briscoe they looked all all weak and old and frail look at these three dudes like they look badass (sighs) back here like do fucking Nick Aldis because Nick Aldis and Adam Pierce they're both wrestlers. Yeah, and that's what I'm, I'm saying. Like, like Nick Aldis could get the rocket a better sharpshooter than the Rock's ever put in his fucking life. <laughs> and but they look probably they look rowdy. I, I just liked how they look. They look like badass authority figures. You know, dude. Like, yeah, no, absolutely, man. Yeah. Nick Aldis has such broad shoulders. It looks like he used to play football. And then or, Triple like, H, you know, fucking Triple still H, looks fucking great. I know, dude. I put notes about that too. I was like, he looks better than The Rock. <laughs> <laughs> so, when, like, you know, before the slap, Cody Rhodes, he he gets upset because he's like, oh, you're relevant just like your dad. And I'm just there. Maybe I'm getting worked because I got so, <laughs> like, fed up. I'm like, bro, he helped influence, like, a lot of wrestlers, including your bitch ass. He helped make NXT gold, which was, like, one of the best eras of wrestling. And, like, even to this day, so many people give him credit to, like, help build the character that they are today. And, like, just speak so highly of him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which is, which is you know, pretty shitty to say, like, oh, he's irrelevant. And, and then fucking Cody comes back and he's like, oh, like, what's y'all's? You're supposed to be about who's the head of the table. How are you going to find about who's the head of the table when none of y'all been doing the cooking for the past two years? <laughs> and I was like, damn. <laughs> and then he goes, he goes, if your grandfather was here and his grand- grandfather were here, they would be ashamed of you. And then the rock goes, hey, when you talk bad about my family, when you talk about his family, you talk about my family. When you talk about his blood, you talk about my blood. Bitch, he said nothing about your granddaddy, dude. <laughs> like, he's just like, if, you're, if his ass was here right now, he'd be upset with both of y'all. <laughs> he, was not, he was not upset. Like, he, he was not talking shit about yeah, your yeah. grandparents. He said, they'll be directed at you, bro. Like, you're in an A-B conversation. You're the, you need to see your way out of it. <laughs> and, like, the rock is just there, like, the angry man. Yelling at family, I'm mad too. Uh, 
You know, because I, I don't know. He talks in third person. He might as well sound <laughs> fucking dumb. And I was like, bro, Roman's insult was a lot worse than what Cody said. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, ten times worse. And then you got mm-hmm. upset because he said, if your grandpa was here, like, he'd be ashamed of you. Uh-uh. He'd be proud of me. Uh-uh. Shut <laughs> up. How dare you disrespect them. By yeah. by making them come here and see how, how shitty we were, we I are. Know. You know? So, bro, you dis- you disappointed them as soon as you joined the Fast and Furious movies. Like, <laughs> how dare you? How dare you try to bring them back to life? And, how uh, dare you try to do your white man voodoo magic? <laughs> <laughs> your bleached hair, He's, dude. I don't know, dude. And man, The Rock just looks. There's a photo of him when they have the camera straight on his face, and he just looks nasty. <laughs> like it's just that and then so that that happens and then I put that Seth Rollins plays a really good guy pissed off I think I have a clip here of it let's see no you don't yes we do yes we do open your mouth about our family again I've done it every single time. Yeah. Dude, he plays a good pissed off guy. That's like yeah. like in the end, like after we look at everything, it's just like damn bro, like this whole press conference is fucking crazy. It feels real. Like Yeah, you know yeah. It mean? feels like it's a real fight, like a UFC buildup. Mm-hmm. Uh no, so and I feel bad for Seth Rollins because He's a champion too in his own right with the belt, but he's kind of uh-huh. getting put on the backseat too to all this. And yes. I don't know. It, it, yeah. But at least he at least he's playing with it and not like against it, you know? Yeah, like, or like being like a second character, you know. Where yeah. at, at the beginning it was because after Roman Reigns came out, he didn't say anything else until the slap. And my one of my notes that I had here, <clears throat> I think I sent the tweet to you, was that they're talking, speculating that that this might lead up to a tag team match at Elimination Chamber. Yeah, I think I because, did see that. Yeah, because well, it's just like speculation because that guy that Brian Alvarez I sent you, he works with Dave Meltzer, so it's like he's a weatherman <laughs> too, <clears throat> and it's like. But the thing is, it's like it makes sense. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's it seems like that's what they're building to, and it would make sense. Like, and it would be good, you know, like because then you could, I don't know, add on whatever. Like, maybe the the Rock turns on Roman there, or they they lose, or uh, and it causes like more like like tension in the bloodline. Yeah, bloodline. And, yeah. you know, it just leads to a more pissed off Roman Reigns to where it leads to Mania, where The Rock, he could probably just be, like, at ringside or, you know, in the back, like, doing promo-wise, but not necessarily in the match. Because it, it's just so crazy. Like, <clears throat> after all of this, they announced officially that it was Cody Rhodes versus Roman Reigns in the main event of WrestleMania. So it's like, what what was up with all those other reports that we just read <laughs> that said, oh no, it's confirmed. Like this was in the Rock's contract. Like it, it goes back to me being bamboozled. I'm like, man, dude, fuck the Rock, fuck this, and like you know, I'm just so upset. Whatever. 
But then he did all of this, and I'm just like, fuck, well, all of this that they're doing makes sense now. Still makes Cody kind of look dumb and be like, oh, I'm passing it off to The Rock. Wait, never mind. I take it back. I need to finish my story. I think, I think it was the plan to do it, but they got so much backlash from the WWE Universe uh, that <laughs> they had to, like, they had to go with it. They had to change the plans because, like, you know, uh, it's WrestleMania or trying to build up to it, and everyone's just going to be saying Rocky sucks at, at every fucking show, even that first show when uh, what Seth Rollins came out to, uh, who was it, like Drew McIntyre and Cody Rhodes, and they are already chanting how Rock Rocky sucks, and they are like, man, we didn't expect Dude, that. Dude, yeah, man. It was well, immediate it, negative reaction to it. It makes me think that, too, but maybe they're thinking that any reaction is a good reaction to get more eyes on it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Since they're trying to promote, it, it's it's WrestleMania 40. It's It should be like one of the biggest <coughs> events of the year. And dude, like everything they're doing now, it feels like it. It I, It's like they only announced two matches so far. And they're already talking about how both matches should be the main event of each night. <coughs> well, and then, and then two, they can build up of course, they tried to shoehorn the Rock into WrestleMania of this year, uh, maybe to get the the eyes off of the Vince McMahon scandal or whatever. But now, with the negative reaction to that, they could at least build up to WrestleMania 41, where Roman Reigns faces the Rock there, and it doesn't have to be with for a title. Yeah, know? exactly. And it or... could actually make sense, you know. Yeah, like because I think we mentioned it a while ago, but that for them to have the pay-per-view over there in Australia, they wanted The Rock or something like that. I don't know Mm -hmm. how true that was, but it makes sense that they did it this way and they built a tag match to have it like that. And I think having a tag match would work better for The Rock. Oh, yeah. Because it's like, you know, you don't have to do as many things. Uh, You can sit out for like 10 minutes of the match, you know, like tease, whatever. (laughs) Like, you're gonna get a reaction no matter what. It's like you got a reaction, like just in general. And I feel like now, since he's kind of taking Roman's side, you don't have to do like anything for a hashtag like the original Rock Spiel. You could be like just an asshole. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which... Yeah. <laughs> it's almost like he doesn't even need to play a part. Like he can just be like that naturally. It's crazy, man. Like, it's crazy how all this shit happened. And just like a week ago, oh, shit. I was just like, hey, you're selling that? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I already sold it. That's probably why. Oh, dang it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was looking here for Sami Zayn's name. Wasn't he uh, honorary and uh <laughs> right, just uh, in duct tape, <laughs> like R2. <Yeah. laughs> oh, like here on the very bottom. <laughs> yes, yeah, Sami Zayn. Right, just like this, like. Like a piece like of, a like smile. a wadded, a wadded up piece of paper, you know, just on the ground. <laughs> oh, like Eugene. Yeah. <laughs> like his name. <laughs> That's great, man. Oh man, Eugene. Oh um, man. But yeah, no, we'll see uh, where it goes from there because it was pretty exciting this this event. Uh, oh, but leading up after this, we have this with uh, you know, after they kind of scuffled. When they, when they scuffled there uh, with the slap and all that, 
here's Triple H having an exchange with The Rock. I don't know if it's censored. It might be. Let me see. You got to fix it. Fix it. Have them talk shit about our family again. And that's what happens. It's out of line. You know it. It's not out of line. How, mu- how much? Have them talk shit. If you don't fix it, we will. Have them family again. Yeah, because right there he said, I'll knock his fucking teeth out of his... I'll knock his fucking teeth out of his mouth. Dang. I know, man. And by last note for this press conference, a lot of cursing. <laughs> and that's what made it more real. You know, like... Because uh, what was... Where was this aired on? It was on YouTube, and then it was on Peacock, right? Also, on Peacock, I think? yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, like... I don't know. It, it was handled great. It was almost like a wrestling show, but no wrestling at all. Yeah, man. I think it was what, like only an hour? Right? Yeah, it was like an hour. Maybe yeah, like a little and, over and an hour. I didn't feel rushed or anything. I just watched the last bit on YouTube when I got home from work that night, and man, it flew by fast, man. I was just so invested. Yeah. I was like, talk, have a talk shit again about our family, even though he didn't say anything really bad about our bloodline <laughs> or anything. But fuck that guy, because he's a different color than I am. He's blonde, white. <laughs> he's, white he's, man, he's evil. The American nightmare. <laughs> he's spooky man, spooky hair. <laughs> the white devil <laughs> in their in their culture. They came and like took their land or something. Adrenaline in my soul. It's the white devil, Cody Rhodes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> So what I have here last is uh, the next, if it was the next night, I think, for SmackDown, where they were building up, Triple H is, a, is going to address what happened at the, yes. at the uh, WrestleMania kickoff. And I just have this one clip here where he's basically saying, like, uh, about what The Rock has to say. You know, like, oh, this is what I say to what The Rock has to say. There are some people back there that decision will disappoint them. That maybe they won't like that decision. But here's the thing. It doesn't matter if you don't like that decision. So with that said, welcome to the road to WrestleMania. Damn, dude. Like you said, with with Nick Aldis and Adam Pearce there, man, it's like, what an authority, you know? Yeah. Like, that's that's a good authority. And the thing I like about them is that they're not fucking goofy or anything. No, no. They're like, like... They're just straight business, you know? They can come, yeah. I mean, they could. I'm sure they could do goofy shit, like when, when our truth came out at the Women's Royal Rumble, and that Adam oh, Pierce was like, "No, nah, yeah. you're not supposed." To. That was funny though. That was funny as fuck. Yeah, but uh, they look like authoritative figures, and then they're actual wrestlers, so they know. Like, I don't know if they had to fight. I'm sure they would, you know. And oh. and I even from this, you could even tell like some people were like. Man, this sounds like Triple H is building up to a match between himself and The Rock. Dude, I don't, and it, man. And I'm like, dude, Triple H literally doing this. He almost died of like a heart heart attack or whatever from just stressing out. So, yeah, I don't think he's going to be in the ring, you know. 
fucking my main notes I have here is that when Triple H came out, the the I don't I forgot the name of the announcer that announces the names and shit. Mm-hmm. He called Triple H Paul Triple H Lebec. Like the CEO of WWE, Paul Triple H Lebec. <sighs> <laughs> Dude, and I was just like, damn, like, they're, they're, they, they don't just want to call him Triple H anymore, man. They're telling you, know, like, he's a businessman now. Like, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. That, that, I was just focused on that for, like, this whole fucking thing. Um, but sure enough, after this, uh, they announced that they're going to start naming contenders for the Elimination Chamber. That whoever is in the Elimination Chamber match, whoever wins that, that person is going to fight uh, Seth Rollins at WrestleMania. So I'm Mm -hmm. like, okay, cool. Like, that makes sense. So they named a list of matches or the contenders. So the contenders were Drew McIntyre's, AJ Styles, Mm -hmm. um, Randy Orton, Sami Zayn, Bronson Reed, Bobby Lashley, Ivar. L.A. Knight, Dominic Mysterio, Kevin Owens, The Miz, and Logan Paul. <clears throat> so, in the okay. next couple... So, from this episode... This episode that just passed, Monday and then the following Friday, it should be decided who's going to be in the Elimination Chamber match. But they had two matches that night already. And it was... They started it off with Drew McIntyre versus L.A. St- uh, AJ Styles, LA Styles. <laughs> uh, I have here that Drew McIntyre is the play hater of the year. <laughs> <laughs> and he has he has a t-shirt of that fucking meme the dude squatting next to the tombstone. Yeah, that was pretty funny. I saw that dude, where he, he unveiled was that shirt. It. I, that was the first time I saw it and I was laughing my ass off. I saw uh, when so... he unveiled that shirt and he was all, I got one for you too, Seth, uh, Seth Rollins. It's in the back. It's an extra small. Like <laughs> your size dude like, hey 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 <laughs> i fucking love drew mcintyre he's doing but, great right now yeah but it was mcintyre versus aj styles then before the match started ellie knight came out on commentary and uh they had their match great match drew mcintyre won because aj styles and ellie knight like they were kind of like getting into it on the side um so that match was decided. Drew McIntyre's in the Elimination Chamber. They had a video package for Pretty Deadly. Do you like them? I think they're fucking funny. It's I don't a, know the, who they are. Oh, no. It's the two British guys with the long hair. They wear the fucking shirts that, like, cut off above their fucking tits. Okay, they sound familiar now. With the long sleeves, they go like this. Uh-huh. Dude, they're, they're funny. They, they crack me up, but they had a um, a segment talking about how, like, Pete Dunn broke his hand, but he called him Pete Dune or some shit like that. <laughs> like they're gonna go after him, whatever. Um, they had that little video package. The next match was Bianca Belair versus Meechin. Well, uh, uh, Mia Yim, Meechin. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was another Elimination Chamber qualifier. That was an okay match. Belair wins, so she's also with Becky Lynch in that match. Um, I'm trying to think of what the winner of that match gets. I think they fight Rhea Ripley. <coughs> or, at WrestleMania? Yeah, at WrestleMania. Which, I, I'm pretty sure it's going to be Rhea Ripley. I'm pretty sure Nia Jax is going to fucking win it. You know what I mean? No, I, 
unless The Rock really pulled some strings to get all the Samoans. <laughs> Fucking uh, hilts. Then there was a, a backstage segment with Braun Breaker and Triple H. They're just talking. And then Paul Heyman shows up and like he's like, oh, hey, like how's it going? Whatever. And then Breaker's like, oh, I'll let y'all be. Heyman goes, that guy comes from a wacky family, blah, blah, blah. And then Triple H is like, what the hell do you want? Like, just like fed up with this shit, right? <laughs> he goes, you know what? I'll come. He's like, I'll come back next week when you're not mad. But he's like, but I'm coming back with Roman Reigns and The Rock. So hey. they're announced for next week. Um, there was a segment with Bailey. Um, she was talking about like you know damage control, whatever. Then Dakota Kai shows up, and she's like, "Oh, I'm so sorry, I wasn't there. Like, where were you last week when I was getting jumped?" And she's like. I was with my doctors for my knee, and like the crowd's just booing the living shit out of her. Everyone's shouting Bailey, and like they're trying to figure out what's going on. And then damage control comes out. They try to jump Bailey, but then Dakota Kai defense Bailey with the chair, like he's swinging at them. So now it's just kind of like, oh, so Dakota Kai's siding with Bailey, like she's out of damage control again. It's just a big old mess, and I'm all for it. Uh, the next match was a tag team match it was between DIY, Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa versus Tyler Bate and Pete Dunne whoever won that match faces Judgment Day at Elimination Chamber and dude this felt like NXT again like black and gold NXT Cause they were doing a bunch of crazy fucking shit, man. It was fantastic. Johnny Gargano got busted open from his nose. Um, there was a bunch of other cool shit for like what they were able to do in like twelve minutes. Mm-hmm. But Pete Dunne and Tyler Bate actually won, which was surprising. So they uh they're gonna fight Finn Balor and Damian Priest, Priest at yeah at Judgment Day. I mean at Judgment Day at Elimination Chamber. And then the last match was another Elimination Chamber qualifier between Sami Zayn and Randy Orton. And that match was good. Orton wins clean. And then they had the fucking camera on Sami Zayn. Like, he's just there, like, like, fuck, man, I can't believe I lost. Like, they kind of do it, like, oh, what's next for Sami Zayn? Like, what's he going to do at WrestleMania? The storyline. Randy Orton does his pose. Turns around, Drew McIntyre's there. They're just like talking a bunch of shit to each other, and the show cuts off. And huh. it was good. I actually, that was my first time watching SmackDown in a long time from start to begin, from beginning to end. And I really enjoyed it. So, my last notes is that they're having two matches on Raw and two matches on SmackDown next week that are going to be for the qualifying matches Bronson Reed versus Bobby Lashley. And Ivar versus LA Knight on Raw. And then, then oh, who's going to win that? I know, man. I love wrestling. I can never tell. And then SmackDown for next week, it's going to be Rey Mysterio. No, Dominic Mysterio, I'm sorry, versus Kevin Owens. And mm. The Miz versus Logan Paul. And this is right. going to be Logan's Paul- Logan Paul's first match on SmackDown. So and Logan Paul's still the, the United States champion, right? Yeah, he, he was making a big deal about it too. He's all he's like, Why can't I get the rock treatment? Show up, smack somebody around and like go home. Like people should be fighting for my title, damn it. Like, you know <laughs> he was he was looking pretty good. No, he's he's good. He's he's a good heel. And I wonder also just for the sake of it, what they're gonna do with Damian Priest and the money in the bank. Like who's he gonna win and who's he gonna cash in on, you know? Like where does that 
Might as well let it expire at this point. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I just wonder where that's going to be and who's going to get that. But no, that was was the kickoff and that was SmackDown. Uh, That was wrestling. Uh, Now we have a few uh, few, uh, funny videos, botches here, all this other stuff. Let me see. I know I have some rat. I don't. E- I don't even name them anymore. Let's see. <laughs> uh, this one it just says, "Oh man." <laughs> the most electrifying man in entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he's at his house. Yeah, I was like, who's that? Animating this over. It's animated. Cody, I... (laughs) Where was the moment we needed the most? Oh, my God. But Dwayne is trying to help. To hell with him! Tomorrow. There is no tomorrow. There 
makes these fucking videos. I don't know, dude. That was fucking funny. That oh my god, crazy. Uh, here's this next one. I think you sent this to me. Uh, here's uh, Hulk Hogan hitting the gritty Fortnite. <laughs> oh my god! It said he was supposed to be doing some stretches, like the lunges where you just like swing yourself back up. Yeah, but nah, man. He's the first man to do the gritty, man. Look at him. Would dude, you remember when the Royal Rumble? He was like, "I might be there. I might come out," and he didn't. Yeah. Come out. Oh, like, what the fuck? Why even say all that? I was like, oh, thank God, man. Stay away, please. <laughs> what we have here? Oh, I just saw this picture. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> 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 Why does this exist? <laughs> what the uh, fuck? I don't know. It was funny to me. Uh, oh, shit. Here's the Undertaker lifting the soccer trophy. In Arabia? Like, uh, Ronaldo fucking, like, fanboying out. I mean, that's cool that he's still doing shit. He must have gotten a lot of money for that. Oh, like, yeah. For it to be in Saudi Arabia, too. Fuck, yeah. They're paying good, good fucking blood money for that shit. Oh, man. I'll take some, too. I'll take 10 bucks. Speaking of The Undertaker... Uh, here's a picture. Since they started arresting Brock Lesnar, does that mean Undertaker is 22 and 0 at Mania? <laughs> Dude, I think so. Supposed to like the 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 shock face guy, but it's just him smiling now. Like, <laughs> scroll down. That'd a be crazy. Bit. I huh? think they. they... Yeah. Oh man, no! I thought they fucking made a picture of it. Oh, rest in peace. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> nah. <laughs> Oh man, that's fucking funny. Oh, here's um something about a wrestling iceberg video. Up next, we have The Undertaker is Muslim. The Undertaker is one of, if not the greatest wrestler of all time. In 2011, rumors started to emerge that Undertaker had converted to Islam when he was seen shaking hands with elderly Muslim passengers on a plane. This went viral on the internet, and a lot of people believe that The Undertaker had converted well, his change his name Muhammad Ishmael. The Undertaker also made a considerable change to his appearance at the time, so this led to this conspiracy theory picking up more steam. What the fuck? I never heard of that in my life. People could just make shit up. It's just so funny to me. Oh, uh, Jesus Christ, man. He looked think... gross, but his beard died. Oh, yeah. Ugh. <laughs> It looks There's fake. Other one here uh, of the same video, but a different part. We have The Undertaker is Muslim. Oh, no, wait. The Undertaker is one of. Oh, oh here it is. Here's, here's another one from the same video, I think. And up next, we have Christian buying a slave in Malaysia. This conspiracy theory was created by Wrestling Dochi <laughs> called ProWrestling.net, and from there, it took on a life of its own. This website stated that while Christian was on a WWE-sanctioned trip to Malaysia in 2011, he purchased a slave and tried to bring the slave back to the United States, but he didn't go through with it. The whistleblower was apparently a man named Jose Gonzalez and was part of the anti-slavery union. (laughs) Oh, yes, dude. That's a credible source. He tried to buy a slave, but you know who stopped him? This dude from the anti-slavery union. (laughs) Hey, Jose Gonzalez. <laughs> You're going to be someone with a Mexican name in Malaysia? Like, <laughs> oh my 
I would have bought that. I would have brought that slave too if it wasn't for that damn anti-slave union. Oh man, cursive! How dare you take him to America and like have him be free? Possibly, you know, keep him in Malaysia where it's safe here, and he can continue his slavery. I mean, if that slave needed a father figure, I don't see oh, why Christian would be perfect for them. <laughs> he wants to take him in to be his father figure. Yeah, to be a father figure. Oh my uh, god! What else do I have here? Fuck, fuck around and find out. Oh yeah, this I remember this. Oh, cuidado. Oh, oh shit. Is, is he his is leg back there? And they fucking pues ahí está una imagen. bring the whole paramedics dice, out for him. Más que mil palabras, la verdad, he he has has Obviamente, arriesgado el físico, y estos señores. That sucks. Oh my Jesus. That looked bad. And then you can tell he's like trying to have the thumbs up, but you can tell he's like, man, this so much there goes fucking all. pain. Yeah, there goes all my fucking next matches for a while, you know. Oh so, my god. Yeah, that was pretty bad. Uh, 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 that's nasty. I can't even look at that, man. I mean, not nauseous, but like wins too much. I'll <laughs> keep staring at it. But, ooh, oh, okay. Here's a here's a picture here, Seth. They're saying you're the B champion. Here's your moment. You can uh, go go aura to aura with Rock oh Roman and Cody. Oh my god, dude. this dog <laughs> me so much. <laughs> He's not even fucking moving or trying to get out of his own piss. That's, oh my god. Uh, Take that to the doctor. Here we go. Take Seth Rollins this, to the doctor. The, this one says this is literally Seth Rollins at the end of the press. <laughs> and oh, shit. Here's a little clip that says um, Damien Priest is looking like a bisexual undertaker. <laughs> oh my does. god. He does. Just... <laughs> I'm the dead man. Mm. I'm a real spooky. Don't let me get you. <laughs> and lastly, a classic. We all know it. Uh, Stone Cold E.T. Oh man! and I want to order a couple of cheeseburgers, and that's the bomb line. Cause you know Stone Cold ET like to come to White Castle, order a couple of cheeseburgers to fill me up before I whoop some ass. Give me a hell yeah if you're down with Stone Cold ET. Oh hell yeah! Cause Stone Cold ET likes whooping ass. When Stone Cold rides a bicycle, I ride along, I ride a hard, just like the Texas Rattlesnake when he's done whooping Vince McMahon's ass. Give me a, oh, hell yeah. What'd you say, T? What? What'd you say, T? What? I said I want to order two cheeseburgers, and that's the bottom line. 
man. The balls of some people. Like, to go through with that, I wouldn't go to that restaurant ever again if I did Dude, that shit. I love Stone Cold E.T. I, I know there's, like, a clip of him trying to get into, uh like, a show backstage at Stone Cold E.T. <laughs> like, with, with the mask on, and he had... He had like a Austin 316, but it said a uh, uh, alien or something. Stone Cold ET that had an alien picture on it. it Jesus Christ, that's cringy. It, <laughs> it, <laughs> oh shit! But no, we we did it. That was another uh, episode of That's All Kayfabe. Guys, hope you all enjoyed it. And uh, yeah, Gabe, what do you want to say to the people? Uh, you know, just go out there, and finish your story, man. Thank you all for supporting the channel. Like, commenting, subscribing. All that fun stuff, it supports us. And tune again next week. Come on out, you rapists. Uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> all right. I'll see you all guys next week. Take care. Bye. Bye.